When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Age of Radio. Power on. <laughs> Captain Power and the soldiers of the future. Earth 2147. The legacy of the metal wars. When man fought machine and machines won. Biotreads. Monstrous creations that hunt down human survivors and digitize them. Center of the Bio-Dread Empire. Stronghold and fortress of Lord Dread. Feared ruler of this new order. But from the fires of the Metal Wars arose a new breed of warrior. Born and trained to bring down Lord Dread and his Bio-Dread Empire. They were soldiers of the future. Mankind's last hope. Their leader, Captain Jonathan Pollard, master of the incredible power suits which transform each soldier into a one-man attack force. Major Matthew Hawk Masterson, fighter in the sky. Lieutenant Michael Tank Ellis, ground Sergeant Robert Scout Baker, espionage and communications. And Corporal Jennifer Pilot Chase, tactical systems expert. Together they form the most powerful fighting force in Earth's history. Their creed to protect all life. Their promise to end Lord Dread's rule. Their name. Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. movies. And tonight... Oh, tonight. uh, We are watching episodes three and four of Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. Yeah! (laughs) Uh, But we have some special guests with us, of course. (gasps) Uh, Joining us once again, we have uh, Mr. Michael Bagford. Welcome, Michael. Hey, what's up? Oh, not much. Just uh, doing our Saturday morning, Saturday night thing. Uh, and we also have Hanai. Welcome, Hanai. Hi. Hi, guys. You may know her from Kobo Studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah a couple of podcast fests and whatnot. Uh, and we may have other people joining us later. Uh, we're just trying to start right on time here. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll introduce them as needs be. But... <gasps> For those of you who didn't listen to the first uh, episode we did, where we watched the first two episodes of Campaign and Soldiers of the Future. Turn this off right now and go listen to it. That's right. right. It's just two weeks ago. You can download <laughs> it real quick. You can catch up. But uh, basically, this is a 1987 Canadian live action children's show set in a post-apocalyptic future where robots are running everything and there's a rebellion. And uh, if I remember the first two episodes right, we've already had uh, an almost suicide pact uh, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> a lot of uh generals going crazy and uh possibly yeah. a marriage pact yes oh torture yeah yeah ptsd <laughs> oh yeah lots of that going around yeah and uh one line from sven Thorson. that's right friend of this oh, your podcast spoiler alert one of these episodes we're gonna watch is a sven Thorson heavy episode <gasps> so 
And uh, of course, we interviewed him. He was actually our first interview on the podcast. Yeah. Wonderful Danish bodybuilder who's been in what, like over 100 movies or 70 movies, something like that, at least. Yeah. Uh, just the nicest guy ever. Yeah. Um, uh, is happy to tell tales about pulling pranks on Arnold Schwarzenegger as they toured together. That's right. <laughs> uh, we also interviewed the creator of Captain Power and the Soldiers <gasps> of the Future, Gary Goddard. Yeah. Uh, you probably know him for being the director of Masters of the Universe, also a classic. Yeah. And now he directs uh, the visuals for theme park rides. Yeah. All around the world. It's fantastic stuff. But uh, you can check out those interviews on your own time at Everything I Learned from Movies on all the major <laughs> podcatchers. Plug, plug, plug. EILF Movies. That's right. Well, I guess um, with that in mind, <gasps> coming up next, we have episode three, <gasps> The Final Stand, which for a third episode in a series is a bold statement. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I didn't know it was canceled this early, but uh, this episode aired October 4th, 1987. Uh, it was directed by Douglas Williams. Who's he, Steve? Oh, thank you for asking. Uh, he apparently directed four episodes of fraggle songs a musical history of fraggle rock oh my awesome. uh, three episodes of this okay and an episode of tnt uh i was curious what this was looked into it did you guys know there was a mr t television series that lasted 65 episodes what yeah yep. oh did you okay all right is that our next watch party if i could find it yeah uh basically he's a former boxer who's proven innocent of murder and now becomes a private eye and, and it lasted three seasons oh my god i'm in amazing uh, and uh mr williams also directed the tv movie hitler's canadians from 2007 what? Uh, which is the story of 40,000 german pow's that were kept in canada apparently all right all righty then and uh, this episode was written by J. Michael Straczynski, who we mentioned before, uh, did a bunch with like He-Man and She-Ra, uh, was it that Wheeled Warriors that we had to look up, the real Ghostbusters, blah, blah, blah. But most importantly, the creator of the Babylon 5 series may come up in this episode. Oh. Uh, he also, uh, Jeremiah, he wrote uh, Ch that Changeling movie, uh, Thor, Underworld Awakening, World War Z, and the creator of that Sense8 series on Netflix yeah guest spots in this episode we have charles sazas as casco uh, he was in episodes of moonlighting simon and simon uh, this uh, an episode of mad tv he was a security guard in an episode of due south so we should know from there uh, he was in a rocky marciano tv movie from 1999 that starred john favreau as rocky marciano what? he also had Pen penelope ann miller judd hirsch and george c scott find out about all these little movies we never heard of i love it uh he also played the role of redneck bowler in an episode of queer as folk so all right there we go uh the other, only other guest uh person to mention is susan conway who played the woman this is the only thing she's done on imdb was this one episode oh, wow. so there we go all right well with that background and without any further ado <gasps> Uh, we're just going to mute ourselves and switch over so we can share the screen here. And uh, we'll be back. Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. The sauce is in here. Bring in the locator.
the transmitter. Let's go. Database journal 47-7-1. Captain reporting. En route to sector 7. Grid coordinates 9 by 5. It used to have a name once. Not anymore. Scout's first attempt with the BioDread receiver gave us enough data to locate their next target. Just hope we get there in time. Pick up anything else? Uh, not yet. That's the problem with biomics. They're hard to pin down. Broadcasting all over the spectrum. Keep at it. Shout if you get anything. Status? Last survey shows three, maybe four hundred civilians in the area. How long to evacuate the whole bunch? Your best guess. Sweet sweeps. Say, uh, one hour. Not good enough. Dread forces could be on us by then. Digitize the whole bunch before we even... <laughs> Speak of the devil, we got a bond right at 6 o'clock. Has it seen us yet? I don't think so, not yet. All right, let's keep it that way. Hawk, did you get those antiques installed? Online and ready to go. Fire number one. Two. 90 degree angle, bring us up on it fast. attack, but not from two directions at once. That ought to buy us just enough time to get those people out. Maximum burn, pilot. Maximum burn, Captain. Finalize regeneration and complete the mission. Then locate the humans, digitize, and store. Understood, my lord. More salvaged artifacts from Toron for your examination, Lord Grid. 
Okay, let's hit it. Keep it loose and be careful. Well, well. What do you know? Please, if you'll just let us go, we'll... Quiet! This is what I've been waiting for. Marauders. Looks like it. Hit and run. Take what they can and burn the rest. It's bad enough we have biodreads to worry about, but looters. Humans preying on other humans. Marauders hit the place hard, Captain. Throw everybody out. Well, at least it takes them out of Dredd's hands. Yeah. But I'd have preferred if we could have got him to the passages. Someplace relatively safe. I'd be worried about my own safety right now. If I were you. That voice? I know that voice. Get a fix. Cross and triangulate. You know him? Yeah, I know him. Name's Casco. Came out of the same place I did. Genetically engineered. A freak. Like you! Like me. Hold it. Much better. Now we can talk like civilized people. We have nothing to say to you, Casco. Now is not the time for high and mighties, Michael. Not with the lives of women and children at stake. I was about to let him go. And then I saw you drop in. Lucky me. A simple detonator. Radio controlled. In one hour, it's set to go boom. Unless we make a deal. How do we know you really have hostages? Showtime, lady. Do it like I told you. Or it's bye-bye time. before the bomb goes off. On one condition, that you come out and face me, one-on-one, -on -one, without the armor. Think about it, but not too long. Captain. Negative, Tank. It's too dangerous. What if we tell him about the Biodread? He wouldn't believe us. Even if it did, it wouldn't matter. He's crazy. Captain, you've got to let me do it. And if a Biodread gets here and you're not in armor, you won't stand a chance. I know, but we're running out of time. He's right. I don't know what's going to hit first, the blast or a Biodread. But if we don't hurry, those people are finished. All right. Meanwhile, we'll try to find the hostages ourselves. But the second we do, we're coming to get you. You got it? Street rules. Tank, what are the street rules? 
How much longer? Uh, just a bit. Say, so I was hoping he'd break it, then leave it. Uh, the speaker may be broken, but there's still the... The crystal. Just interface this with the receiver, and we should be able to locate the other walkie-talkie. Assuming it's still transmitting. Then get to it. We don't have much time. Not quite yet, but soon! Soon! Captain, I've got it. Picking up the frequency loud and clear. We can track it. Good. Pilot, how much time? We got 20 minutes till the bomb goes up, but who knows when a biodrail will get here. Then let's get started. Which way? You know, I was thinking, time's nearly up. If you don't find those people soon, boom! Guess you should take this before they get hurt. Here, take it. Time is left. Five minutes. But I decided, why wait? One little push of the button, and bye-bye. And I wanted you to see it happen. I want your last thoughts to be that those people died because of you! This is it. You wouldn't stand a chance. No, Michael. I don't lose. Yet. Over there! 
Captain Powerless Bunch, they're over there! What an Escape Babylon 5. I swore I put that life behind me. Start over. And he comes along. Brings it all back. Makes me just like him. You're not like him. He enjoyed what he did. You don't. The thing is, when I finally beat him, God help me, Captain. I liked it. So what makes me different? Tank. He wanted to fight. But you held back as long as you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You used sheer force. You had to, or be killed. Now, the difference is, he was fighting for revenge. You, you were fighting for them. Will that do? For now. All right. All right, people. Next stop, the passages. And let's head home. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what'd you guys think? Episode three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sven Thorson as the god he is. Uh. He still only had like eight lines, maybe. Right. Episode centered on him. The the Cascular or whatever his voice is amazing. Right. Yeah. Well, and now we know uh, Tank is genetically engineered, and right? apparently from yeah. Babylon Five, you yeah. had. Yeah. <laughs> I like that they just casually dropped that. It was like yeah. Well, 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 Babylon Five wasn't a series yet. That didn't come out till like <laughs> mid nineties. So. And, and same writer, uh, J. Michael Straczynski or whatever. So yeah. there you go. Also, uh, welcome Brendan and or Mariah to the conversation. Nope. nope. Oh, okay, I guess they're all ready. <laughs> I think I just watched it. That's cool. Oh, no, Mike. Haha. Okay, got it. Steve, fix that in post. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, gosh, what happened this episode? Uh, basically, it starts off with the dreads tracking something. We don't know mm-hmm. exactly what. Um, and they're in a warehouse, but... <gasps> It's a trap. <laughs> and you got Hawk and Tank and Scout just blasting them. 
uh tank busts through a wall to get out of yeah <laughs> his, his uh his armor that yeah looks like a tank <laughs> not gonna lie. and uh was it just me or did scout like just like shoot one of them in the dick like get down on one knee and like shoot oh, up at him in the crotch absolutely amazing Uh, oh we also get a decapitation of one of the robots like tank punching them or whatever and just head smooth off and sparks and stuff yeah oh good stuff and then yeah they uh basically take the transmitter uh off the back of you know one of the bio dreads and uh walk off into the sunset roll credits guys what do we think of the final stand and dread burned some artifacts oh yeah yeah that's the one yeah, yeah, they uh, they're trying to, I guess, using the transmitter to like find out where the the next target is. But yeah, who knows? Did they get a distress call or something for these civilians? Or are they just kind of, or was it from the they, transmitter? I don't even remember. I thought he was still trying to hack remember. it, and they're like, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, they found the civilians before he hacked the transmitter. So yeah, they were just yeah. flying over, and we're like, oh shoot, there's a bunch of civilians in this area. We should clear them out. Yeah, mm-hmm. like three to four hundred, and uh, spoiler, they end up leaving with like. 10 maybe, maybe <laughs> right like they don't have time to evacuate everyone so we're only gonna say it's only like good-looking young women yeah <laughs> well 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 apparently because we find out okay they they go down there because they had it's gonna take them what an hour to load up all all these hostages i'm like well if that's mm-hmm. 400 where the hell are they gonna put them <laughs> yeah that's why it's gonna take them an hour because they got to do several trips they said three oh, four okay. trips easy oh okay oh yeah yeah duh. okay <laughs> But uh, yeah, they get down there. Um, I don't know why the other flying to it, and Sauron is just in the area. So they fire these like I don't know guided missiles or whatever at him. But they're, <laughs> uh, were they like controlling with like a remote control or something? I, I, don't, know. I don't know. Special effects, man. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, <laughs> Sauron destroys one of them, but then there's a second one out of nowhere. <laughs> like, all right, cool. That's gonna buy us the hour we need. Maximum burn. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, put the suits on, start uh, checking out the the rubble of the town or whatever. And yeah, we get okay. So the scene where Dread uh, like has like an artifact or something he's yeah. supposed to look at. It looks like an action figure, and then he just melts. That's it. what I thought. Yeah, I thought it was like an action figure himself or something because I totally wasn't listening to like him calling an artifact. It, 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 okay the the voice of overmind it, it's it's kind of like uh sound wave and transformers where it's like wait what did he just say because it's like lord i'm sorry what so that like this whole scene of like we finally recovered the artifacts and he just burns it uh reminds me of like in the i think it might even be the first episode but maybe just the first season of futurama when fry eats uh dr farnsworth's eight thousand year old mummy Oh, and yeah. this is Dr. Farnsworth is like, I was going to eat that mummy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was jerky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Maybe it'll be explained in a later episode. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so they get down the town, they're checking it out, and it looks like <gasps> marauders. They just, just you know, take what they want to destroy the rest. Uh, but then somebody calls out. Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And thinks like, I know that voice. (laughs) That's right. It's me, Casco. You know, you're genetically engineered, buddy. (laughs) Like you, Tank. And he's like, yes, I think so. (laughs) He's a freak. Like you. Yes, I guess. (laughs) Well, I've got these hostages and a detonator to put a plastic all over. Here, I'll have them even tell you about it. 
it's got plastic. No. <laughs> all right. What do you want, Casco? I want him. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, don't we all? Am I right? Because he hasn't even taken a suit off. Yeah. But yeah, he wants to do the the old one-on-one combat, you know, Klingon style. Um, <laughs> so, so we get uh, Sven Thorson going down to his tank top in a street fight to the death. Oh, streets were what are street rules? They didn't <laughs> say. <laughs> Did they say what the street rules were? Because it sounded like they didn't. I didn't yeah, hear it, it in the audio. Yeah, I, I think it was just to the death. Oh. And like that is the street rules. <laughs> <laughs> That's the street rules. There are no rules. <laughs> and then uh yeah, Scout's like uh picking apart the the walkie-talkie the hostages were talking on or whatever. And when he pulls out that part, was it like a German accent he was doing? Like, oh yes, we have the transmitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was that about? <laughs> I was like, is that German or Jamaican? Jamaican. Or or was it French because it's Canadian? Uh, maybe? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, then we get some a uh, little bit of a spinel for uh, tank sneaking around, like tiptoeing through this old building, <laughs> and that was just kind of cute. Uh, <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the team's like, yeah, tracking the signal to find the hostages. Um, and Tank eventually meets up with Casco and they fight. Or, or actually, no, that's right. Casco's like, Yeah, I don't I didn't want to really want to kill these people, but I guess I'll settle for you. Uh, well, here, why don't you uh, why don't you just reach over here and take this detonator from me? Yeah, you can save them, right? And then he falls through the door, it's like a trap door or something, oh, and just crumbles oh, under him. Crap. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and he goes down there, kicks him a couple times and just starts, you know, monologuing like, I want your last thoughts to be that they died because of you. <laughs> <laughs> Something about this guy reminded me of uh, Ragnar from Ever Too Young to Die. <laughs> uh, Gene Simmons? A little bit. Just, uh, I think it was just the completely over the top bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely over the And a top. lot of guy liner. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, as was the style at the time. Uh, but yeah, okay, there's like eight minutes left on the bomb and uh, power on the team. They get to the hostages, uh, or they like carry them to the door, and they're like, uh, I love how Ken Bauer's like, Is it safe to open the door? And the girl's like, Oh my gosh, that was my favorite. I line. think so. <laughs> You're so the rescuers. So he opens the door, they all blow up, roll credits, guys. What do we think of the final stack? <laughs> oh no. Now they open the door, uh, they, they like, you know, are like uh, diffusing or I guess kind of detaching the bomb or whatever. Or do they diffuse it? Yeah, yeah, they diffuse. Well, did it stop counting? Or I thought he was no, just able to open the door he, and they ran out. Yeah, right? he just like disconnects it from the door because yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why they're all running out. Yeah. <laughs> so I assume like after the credits roll this episode, they're just a <laughs> boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. Um, yeah, meanwhile, Casco is like kicking Tank around. He's like, I think you're holding back. You're like, maybe I am. And like, draw kicks him through a wall. <laughs> I mean, by the way, this is like the slowest fight choreography I've ever seen. <laughs> well, Sven Althorsen is a bodybuilder. He, he's a lover, yeah. not a fighter. It's, it's like you have two 300 pound men trying to fight each other. Yeah, but, but please don't hit one another because we can't really do a second take. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I guess I, they were trying to portray that he's kind of like a stoic, you know, calm guy, but it just looked like he was so slow at everything. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. things, walking through the place. He was like so slow. 
You know what he can do though? Take a burning four by four to the back and totally no sell it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> and uh though he he did definitely sell get hit in the face with bricks. Oh yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> you know, that's the moneymaker. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Even then it was like one, two, slash. It's like one, yeah. two. Oh yeah, and, and he only throws right punches, like yes. <laughs> like right hooks just every time. Well, like, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, eventually uh, the hostages, I guess, are all loaded or whatever. And uh, Captain Power goes back like, come on, Tank, we got to get out of here. Sauron's nearby or whatever. <laughs> and uh, I guess they're basically just like protecting him from Sauron because he doesn't have a suit on. Right. Yeah, you wouldn't survive two minutes without your suit. <laughs> yeah. And I love how uh, like Casco's like left behind and Sauron shows up. It's like, <laughs> I never lose. Look, look, he's over there. Captain Power is over there. Go get him. <laughs> <laughs> and Sauron's like eh, eventually first off though digitize <laughs> yeah so they uh they eventually like get to uh get to the ship and escape you know shooting Sauron a bunch and they shoot back blah 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 and they escape with like a dozen people on the ship <laughs> <laughs> and then uh Captain Power goes over to Tank who's had a rough day and like hey how's it going buddy <laughs> when i escaped babylon 5 i thought i left that life behind oh. <laughs> it's like no it's okay you're, you're you're not like him you you fight for good you fight for them not for revenge and uh yeah By the stop way, the- did they ever explain why costco hated him so much or it's just no i I, i'm assuming there's like some sort of betrayal back in the day like casco wanted to be a marauder and i'm sure there was a falling a falling out between him so he wanted to be a marauder and meanwhile tank wanted to be you know a good guy in the rebellion army or whatever was going on it's just like a difference in personalities yeah yeah (laughs) and i i don't know man uh, what, what I'm guessing is uh, Tank beat him up once um, and he's been holding on to it for like 10 years. And so it's like, let's fight. <laughs> I don't know. Next high time. school, high school, man. <laughs> Babylon high. <laughs> Babylon high. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Next off passages, roll credits. Any thoughts on the episode? Do you, do you like the Fennel Thorson quote unquote heavy episode? <laughs> I mean, I do, I do think, I do like that character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he was always my favorite as a kid. Like, you know, Captain Power's cool and all, but for some reason, I just like the, I don't know, the, the big, quiet, stoic, powerful guy. I don't know. Just like me. <sighs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Obviously, I'm quiet. <laughs> How about you, Michael? Uh, last week, I was like kind of disappointed that Sven Olsen wasn't in the episodes that much so i was glad this week that we got an episode where he's in it heavily so yeah yeah one thing we'll find with the this first season like uh eventually you'll get like a you know a hawk episode here and there a couple more like captain power one it's a scout gets one pilot gets a couple like they start kind of going into the you know you know character centric episodes where it's not just captain power or just the team and stuff like that so Something to look forward to there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, are you guys ready for episode four, Pariah? Sure. Not, sure. To, be conf- not to be confused with Mariah, right, Brandon? <gasps> huh? Huh? <laughs> okay. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, this one also comes from director Douglas Williams and writer J. Michael Straczynski. Um, and also, I guess, a guest writer, Mark Scott Zickery. Um, he has a lot of credits, uh, including five episodes of Black Star, uh, some He-Man, 63 episodes of The Smurfs, 13 of The Biz Kits, whatever that is, uh, Real Ghostbusters, Friday the 13th, the first contact episode of Star Trek Next Generation. That's the one where uh, Riker disguises himself as an alien and gets hurt and hijinks ensue when he, they see his organs. Uh, a couple episodes of Sliders, Deep Space Nine, um, and apparently created Space Command, which came out in 2020. I have no idea what that is, but there you go, credits. Uh, let's see who's in this episode. Uh, special guest stars. We have Gordon Michael Woolvit as Mitch. Let's see. What, what are some things he was in? Uh, obviously, this was one of the first things, but over 65 credits to his name. Uh, that the uh, TNT, the uh, Mr. T, <laughs> uh, apparently television series I have to search out. Yeah. Uh, he was the host of Nickelodeon's Wild Side Show. Remember that? Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, he was also the male candy striper in the Canadian classic film Canadian Bacon. Uh, he was Reb Anderson in 13 episodes of Mission Genesis. He was David in Bride of Chucky. Uh, he was in 109 episodes of Andromeda as Seamus Harper. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh. And he was the deputy uh, babe in that uh, Frontierland episode of Supernatural we watched like two, three weeks ago oh, in the old West Town or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, and apparently he comes back as Ezra in, three seasons later, but we'll see if we make it that far. <laughs> Guys, we've been watching Supernatural. Yeah. Uh, other one, we have Wayne Best as Commander Lorik. He has 76 credits to his name, mostly TV movies. Uh, he was Officer O'Malley in Short Circuit 2. <laughs> uh, a couple episodes of Friday the 13th series, one of Due South. Kung Fu The Legend Continues. Um, and was the target manager in 2001's Driven. Yes, Ooh. the Sylvester Stallone NASCAR movie. <laughs> so there we go. All right, on that note, here we go with Pariah. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays do you like supporting the arts well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Ah, Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? 
then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. There's so many podcasts out there. How do I find the one for me? For so long, I've searched for podcasts all over, but none of them seem to fit my needs. Where's my Nick Cage Pissing Fire podcast? Where's my monkey tickling? I couldn't find it anywhere until I found everything I learned from movies podcast with Stephen Izzy. And now I get to hear about all the monkey tickling I want, baby. So many podcasts out there are all talk and no Congo. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. Greatest living actor? Nicolas Cage, of course. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. One-liners, plot holes, gratuitous boobies? Fun fact, that's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. See if everything I learned from movies is right for you at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon. Free on all the major podcatchers. Power on. Captain Power and the soldiers of the future. Earth 2147. The legacy of the Metal Wars. When man fought machine and machines won. Biotreads. Monstrous creations that hunt down human survivors and digitize them. Volcania, center of the Biodread Empire, stronghold and fortress of Lord Dread, feared ruler of this new order. But from the fires of the Metal Wars arose a new breed of warrior, born and trained to bring down Lord Dread and his Biodread Empire. They were soldiers of the future, mankind's last hope. Their leader, Captain Jonathan Power, master of the incredible power suits which transform each soldier into a one-man attack force. Major Matthew Hawk Masterson, fighter in the sky. Lieutenant Michael Tank Ellis, ground assault unit. Sergeant Robert Scout Baker, espionage and communications. And Corporal Jennifer Pilot Chase, tactical systems expert. Together they form the most powerful fighting force in Earth's history. Their creed to protect all life. Their promise to end Lord Dread's rule. Their name, Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. Pan out. Search and quarter. him alive. Come! Lost him. But not for long. Leaves a fairly obvious trail, this one does. Move! Dead? No, but in a deep coma. My readings indicate she's been like this for days. 
positioning. They are completely helpless as planned. Commencing digitization. sign of the weapon itself. None, my lord. Keep on the trail. It must be found and returned before production can begin on a massive scale. Yes, my lord. Thousands must be ready when I give the word. It shall be done. Looks like trouble. Niner reporting contact with one of Power's group. They have taken the target. Repeat, they have taken the target. Take it easy. I'm on your side. Those troopers really wanted you. Must be pretty tough to merit three troopers and a commander. No comment, huh? Okay, okay, that's fair. We'll talk later. 
don't think we're going to be flying out of here. Not unless you're a whiz with stabilizers. Look, we've got a, a few miles on him. We should be okay for a while. I'll translate for you. We're going to be stuck here for a while. So you might as well talk to me. Starting with your name and why they were after you. I don't know. They had me in a, in a place. A scaredy place. And, and they were sticking me. And they put... They put things on me. They kept jabber-talking. Talking about sticks. Tech-speak, I don't know. A lab? Is that it? They had you in a lab? I think so. Me and 20 others. Never saw any of them again. I used to carry them out, not breathing. I saw a hole and I, I ran and ran and... And up through here, three settlements in a row cleaned out. Empty. They all must have been hit by the same thing. Some sort of weapon that knocks them out. Leaves them helpless till Soren can scoop them up. Takes the people, leaves the buildings. Neat. Nasty. Some of those people have been lying there for days crawling with insects. Mark to jump ship. Come in, jump ship. You copy. Reading you five by five. Been waiting to hear from you. You find anything? Yeah. Trouble. Bunch of dreads, metal boys after a kid. I put in my two cents. Can you rendezvous our position? Negative. They wing me. Stabilizer's down. As long as no bio dreads show up, I can handle things, though. Get us a fix. Right. Leave your channel open. We'll home in on your signal as soon as we're done here. Received and understood. How clear. This is Dread Commander Lorik calling our misinformed friend. No response. You fear we will trace your transmission? You have something that belongs to us. Return it and you will not be harmed. A fair bargain, is it not? What is your answer? It's stuffed. What's our ETA with Hawk's position? 45 minutes at standard burn. Captain, we've got a bogey heading this way at 3 o'clock. Battle stations, activate energy shields. Why? 
Good shooting. Quick, take us down while he's still disoriented. Switching to infrared, but still getting nothing. They are not in the sky. Zoran, continue with the primary mission. If power is in the area, he will show himself. The weapon must be found before I can create others. Understood, my lord. It's the sick. I seen it. It got a lot of folks. First they get it, soon they stop. They don't move, don't talk. I never got it. Just lucky, I guess. You stay lucky for both of us. Because we're going to move in just a sec. No, we won't. You're lying. Everyone lies to me. It's like a night fright. Only, only I can't wake up. First they put me in a cold white place with needles and, and they hurt me. And now they're chasing me. And I'm tired. I'm going to go home. Okay, Mitch. It's gonna be okay. Mitch. I'm sorry. Mitch is my son. You remind me of him. They took him away too. Only to a place you don't come back from. How long till the jump ship's airborne? Uh, allowing for a safety margin, catch all the circuits that might blow us up in the air. 45 minutes. And without the safety margin? I'll let you know. Assuming it don't blow us up on the ground. I trust us to your very capable hands. Thanks. This is Commander Lorek. Are you still there, my friend? Do you hurt everywhere? Too sick to speak, are you? Then listen. Within an hour, you will be completely unable to move. Give us the boy, and we will give you the antidote. You must know it was he who infected you with the plague. Or hasn't he told you? He told you that all our little guinea pigs died except him. He is the perfect carrier for our disease. The ultimate weapon. He doesn't even have to be alive when you give him to us. Leave me alone! Just leave me alone! Leave me alone! Lock on signal! Wanna give away our position? Go! Whatever it doesn't make, you were gonna turn me in anyways. That's why he didn't tell you. You're just like all the rest. You say you'll help me, but you won't. <laughs> I'm losing it. If I black out, take this and make a run for it. Power to Hawk, come in. Yeah. How you doing? Not so good. We'll be there in a... Forget about me. I've had it. The plague. The kid. The kid's a carrier. 
Get him out of here. Find a cure. Hawk, wait. No. I'll buy you the time. Just get Mitch out of here. <laughs> beauty rest. Not that it did much for your appearance. The plague? After we got hold of your friend here, Mentor synthesized a vaccine from the blood sample that we took from him, and you guys can be just fine. And without the boy as a template, Wade can't manufacture any more plague carriers. So you get some rest. We'll be outside if you need us. we get out. We did good, buddy. It's funny, I still don't know your name. Call me Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so what'd you guys think of Pariah? <laughs> I mean, it is really cool that like each story is really different. Yeah, there's variety. It's not a just kicking microphones yeah kicking it's, a, microphones. <laughs> it's uh yeah just it, it, i don't know it's like every single thing could be like its own hour or like hour and a half like right right movie. yeah right and like kids really... escaping a virus breeding factory yeah. yeah it is a lot they pack in each episode <laughs> yeah like like he, he almost each one of these episodes could be like a five episode arc <laughs> right <laughs> yeah 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 they do wrap it up real quick at the end <laughs> yeah most of the episodes like you take out the credits and the opening intro thing they're like 15 minutes tops, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh obviously with this one um all right so we start off 
and uh, we see a bunch of bio dreads with a tank just patrolling the streets. And then we see this mustachioed commander guy, Lorik. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically, like Ned Flanders is like the commander of these robots. Right. <laughs> the Mandalorian is in charge of the, <laughs> the robots. <laughs> And uh, yeah, basically, uh, they're tracking this 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 thing, this person. We don't know what. Uh, like, wait, no, don't kill him. We want him alive. And they uh, find a dead guy who looks like, and they're like, all right, he must be nearby. He always leads leaves a trail like this or something. Uh, okay, what's going on, guys? <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to uh, Power and Pilot. They're checking out some uh, some campsite. <laughs> it's like like they just stumbled upon like memorial day weekend at uh, yosemite or something <laughs> yeah it's like they're making a bat of chili or something and uh, <laughs> uh but yeah, it was like, like burning man <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah. gosh and they find people just crash down the floor like oh man they're tripping balls on peyote right now <laughs> <laughs> it's like no they're not dead they're just in a in a deep coma and it seems like they've been here for a couple days and i'm like when like the birds have started like pecking at yeah. them, or, I don't know, little crusties in their eyes, even just little things like that. <laughs> but uh, but then yeah, they hear Sauron flying by, and they're like scram and like hide in one of the tents, <laughs> and Sauron just swoops down and digitizes them. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and then uh, then we cut back to Volcania and Lord Dread. He's like, "Yes, uh, the sticks phase of Operation New World Order is going as planned." <laughs> and it's like, "Ooh, what's this? I'm I'm, in, I'm intrigued. They they have a plan, and oh man, it's going to be great." Um, and then I just have written down, "Oh, it looks like a woman is being chased by those bio dreads." <laughs> 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 but uh but apparently it's a kid uh mm. you know a little teenage kid with really long uh, I, I don't know um, <laughs> 80s rocker hair kind of going it's a mullet it's, it's, a, it's a mullet yeah the the finest of canadian haircuts <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but then uh you know just when he's about to get surrounded hawk shows up and fights off some of the bio dreads and then gets blasted through a wall <laughs> <laughs> But he like fires his wrist rockets and uh then they just kind of like fly off under fire like hold on kid <laughs> and then and then it cuts to them just crashing and it looks like that hurt like <laughs> like it was a planned fall but i don't know it looked like maybe the suit like hit the kid in the back a little harder as they landed because it it looked rough <laughs> uh, anyway the uh the kid runs off and uh you know, uh, uh, Commander Lorik, the mustachioed guy, he calls in a dread. He's like, it looks like they've taken the target. And the dread's like, well, go get him. Uh, but, uh, you know, Hawk uh, turns his suit off to, I don't know, conserve power and also just like try to calm down the kid. Like, hey, hey, it's me. I'm a human, buddy. See, see, you don't need to be afraid. Uh, on that note, we're going to be stuck here for a while. So uh, let's become friends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then the oh my god the, the kid starts going to a dramatic thing talking about how he was like oh they had me they were like sticking me with things and uh, something about sticks and i, I don't know man <laughs> i just escaped <laughs> yeah so uh oh yeah so then uh power and scout and then they're uh they're checking out a map and they're like oh yeah these last three towns we it looks like they got completely wiped out oh, okay <laughs> cool cool 
That's when Hawk calls in, like, ah, man, we got shot a couple times. Can't fly out of here. Uh, can you can you come can get you me? Fix the thruster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you come get me, please? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Just uh, we'll we'll follow your signal. And that's when Commander Lorik uh, was like tracing him too, and he's I don't know, just hits him up with like. I'm not sure how he's communicating with him. Just like I don't know, a walkie-talkie band or something. But <laughs> but he's like, hey, just uh, you know, return the kid, and you won't be harmed. And of course, we get Hawk's catchphrase. What is it, Michael? Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, uh, you know, they're uh, on the power jet. I guess they're uh, they're en route, but then Sauron pops up at three o'clock. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they take some damage and have to land. Uh, luckily, like they fire a missile, and that like. I don't know, takes out Sauron's eyes somehow in the explosion. I, I don't know. Infrared wasn't working, so that bought some time. So you're saying a person took out a bird's eyes as opposed to birds taking out people's eyes? Right. Take that, Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, Sauron's like, I can't see. And Dred's like, doesn't matter. Go back to the main mission and, you know, find the weapon. Understood, my lord. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> we, we cut back to Hawk and the kid and, uh, Hawk's not looking too good. I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know this means. And uh, basically the kid starts going super dramatic too. He's like, yeah. no, you're, you're going to lie to me and everybody lies to me. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, calm down, Mitch. And I'm like, wait, did he say his name was Mitch? And I missed that yeah. part. And then we find out oh, Mitch was Hawk's son. And the, the bio dreads, I guess, took him away a while back. But where they took him, you don't come back. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Um, yeah meanwhile the the ship's landed because they got to do some uh some fixing so pilot's uh having at it she's the the pilot and the mechanic and she says oh, i'll be right in 45 minutes if you know want it to be safe like what if i don't want it to be safe well i'll let <laughs> you know in case we don't get blown up here on the on the ground Meh. sassy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah then Lorik's uh doing another outgoing message basically saying hey uh Hey, buddy, you feel a little sick? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen up. The uh, the kid there is a plague monkey. and He's already in your system. You got less than an hour left. Just give us the boy and we'll give you the antidote. <laughs> uh, and then the kid's like, uh, he gets on the walkie talkie. He's like, leave me alone, man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, Laura's like, ha we traced him. Go get him. And so then uh, Hawk has to like turn the power suit on, power on. And start firing back. Pew, 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 pew. And then uh, Power like gets into the game and he's like, all right, we're coming up. Uh, get ready. He's like, no, leave me behind. Take the kid. Find a cure. Blah, get the blah, blah. kid. Save yourselves. No time for me. Uh, so yeah, there's a shootout and uh, Sauron joins in too. And then Hawk and Hawk gets like knocked out, you know, because he gets blasted a couple times and the suit turns off. And just when he's about to get lights out, the kid like jumps over him. He's like, no, don't hurt my friend. And Sauron's like, out of the way, dirtbag. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then Power and Tank come out of left field at three o'clock and start firing. And then Pilot and Scout jump in on it too. And then like the next three or four minutes, it's just Sauron getting shot, it looks like. <laughs> he was... He was <laughs> Like, if he was taking damage, he would have been like Murphy and Robocop, just like, pew, pew, like a little piece oh, of man. flying off. But 
Yeah, not quite. But uh, yeah, eventually he like uh, flies off and, you know, it, and then I'm like, okay, well, what about the army? There was like a whole army there too with tanks and stuff, right? <laughs> no, we just cut to Hawk in a hospital bed or a yeah, bed on the ship or whatever. Don't and, worry, Captain Power took care of it. Yep. <laughs> and apparently he's been in a coma for a week or whatever, recovering. And in that time, mentor, uh, you know, the uh, computer program that's uh, basically Captain Power's dad or whatever in a computer. <laughs> uh, he synthesized a vaccine off screen. So all is well. And uh, the kid comes by, like talking to Hog, like, hey, thanks for saving me. Uh, you did pretty good out there yourself, buddy. Hey, I never found out your name. Call me Mitch. <laughs> Roll credits. Roll credits. Guys, what, what do we think? <laughs> <laughs> also, he had like a fall mullet at the end. Like, oh, oh yeah, like, yeah. Because he's been nice showering. Straight hair. For the whole episode and then you have a giant bullet at the end <laughs> he got he got fluffed and, and primed at the end he also yeah. gave up his entire identity apparently yeah i was like okay i guess <laughs> he didn't really care about his name he was probably todd or something he's like yeah mitch is a far better name <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah that's uh that's that's episode four. Uh, Michael, any, any any thoughts on it? So how is Mentor uh, Captain Power's dad? Okay, so there's a little backstory they haven't really gone into yet, which is kind of unfortunate. Uh, basically, Captain Power's dad was like a, a scientist, and um, I think he was like friends with Dread or whatever before the robots kind of you know took him over and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but yeah, he was like a scientist, and his dad uh dread ended up killing his dad but not before like his consciousness was downloaded into this this computer mentor and and so it's it's actually a supercomputer but to like interface with people and also you know it, to have an actor able to just deliver lines instead of the computer voice because they've already got like six of those in the show i assume yeah. <laughs> yeah it's this actor who's you know supposed to be captain power's dad uh stewart i think his name was i, I think they mentioned it like episode one but but yeah, yeah. So it's it's it looks like his dad, but it's really a supercomputer. That's why he's not like calling it dad or anything like that. You know? That's why it's his mentor. Yeah, yeah. Just a just just a weird little thing in the in this universe. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. Know, it, it's like such a, a rich backstory and everything to the, this world, but they haven't quite gotten into it yet. And so yeah, you, you end up scratching your head a lot. Like, wait, what? What? What's this Operation New World Order? What what's going on? <laughs> why why is that guy half robot and the other ones are like being digitized? What happens when they digitize? Are they downloaded into a computer Borg style or something, or <laughs> or are they just vaporized? But they say digitized because it sounds more futuristic. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like what is Sticks mentioned? Is this in the Kill Warriors here universe? <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh man, sticks! <laughs> Dennis <laughs> Young comes in, starts singing a song. Oh God, I mean, Mr. Roboto would be perfect in this universe. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I like the episode overall. Like, yeah. and they said it's like every episode; it's its own thing and gives you even more backstory. And like, I'm very, I'm, it's pretty uh, sophisticated for a kids show in 1987. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, when I was a kid, I think that's what I really liked about it. 
you know, Transformers, GI Joe, like, like, like you get all that. They're robots from outer space. You know, they all have their little catchphrases or whatever. They have a little fight and it's all that, but, but there's no like character progression or anything like that. Like you have to wait until like Transformers, the movie for anything to really happen and have consequences and stuff like that. But, but in this show, yeah, it kind of carries over to the next, like you learn more about the backstories of, you know, Tank, you know, being from Babylon 5 or Hawk having a son, Mitch, who was, you know, you know, put into a camp or whatever years ago. And yeah, surprisingly dark stuff for kids. But, but, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, like in this one, you got the, the kid going into a village and spreading smallpox basically until they can come by and just take care of the bodies. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm enjoying it. How about you guys? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to sell up too high, but the last like two or three episodes when they have like the 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 final battle towards Volcania, some of the best television I've ever seen. <laughs> like just <laughs> like 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 it's episodes I watch it, you know, 35 years later, I still tear up and stuff. It, it's it's pretty good shit. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh I guess that's it for uh this this fortnight so. yeah <laughs> yeah michael is there anywhere we can find you online um i'm over at twitter at michael bagford uh you can see my album of days see if i have any podcast appearances see what's going on that's about it excellent uh hanai uh, are you on social media at all uh sure yeah on instagram it's uh hanai co-art h-a-n-a-e-k-o-a-r-t and also on Etsy, I have a shop. Just Google Kobo Studio, and you'll find my stuff there. Excellent. Yeah. And I'm going to speak on behalf of uh, Brendan from uh, For Screen and Country, where they uh, look over the uh, top 100 BFI movies, and they're actually currently doing Our Screen, Our Country A, where they do the top 11 <laughs> uh, Canadian movies. Ooh. And uh, I'm trying to convince them we're going to talk about Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future, you know, since it's the greatest Canadian television show ever. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, babe. I mean, is Due South, South also uh, came from Canada. All right, the, 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 greatest, <laughs> the greatest Canadian television show that only lasted one season. How about that? <laughs> there we go. Excellent. Uh, so that'll be coming soon. You can find him at FSAC Pod. Uh, <laughs> babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias. Uh, I also have an Etsy shop at untidyvenus.etsy.com where you can find my goods and wares. And I have a Patreon at Untidy Venus on Patreon. Come join the Sticker of the Month Club. Four bucks a month, I mail you a sticker. Waterproof. Uh, UV resistant vinyl. You can stick it anywhere. Also, Hanai, uh, I th- knowing your husband i think you should ask him to follow michael badford because i feel like they could have a lot of music conversation oh absolutely oh nice, nice. Yeah. totally i will let him know <laughs> see where can we find you oh well you can find us on all the major podcatchers under everything i learned from movies or hit us up directly at on twitter facebook and patreon at eilf movies that's everything, everything i learned from movies, movies. Uh, we'll be doing this again, uh, episodes five and six coming up on March 26th. That's Saturday at 5 p.m. Pacific. And uh, I actually don't know what the next episodes are, but I'm sure they're fantastic. Yeah. 
<laughs> and if you want to get on that uh, watch party action, hit us up at EILF Movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon even, and uh, we'll get you on the list. <laughs> so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Michael. I'm Hannah. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. Power on, everybody. This is Captain Power. Power on. Closing in on Dread. Three o'clock. Three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>